Hello and welcome to the Great Escape podcast. This week is a special edition. It's our first with a guest, but before we get there, I'm going to introduce myself, Mark Masterton. We've got Owen, hey. Ramirez and Ryan Galloway, our Hi. usual expat experts. And also we're joined by a very special guest today. We've got Hannah. Who's a fellow expat here in Vancouver? Me, Owen, and Ryan are from Yorkshire originally, but where are you from, Hannah? Brighton. Well, oh. Outside Brighton. Whereabouts? Be specific. <laughs> you wouldn't have heard of it. Go on. Do you know what Worthing is? Oh, no, I don't yeah. actually. Worthing. It's not even that. <laughs> it's called Amoring. What? Yeah. I can't, I can't Amoring just off Worthing? Worthing? Amoring is like off Worthing, which is off Brighton. Are these little villages? Are we talking villages? Yeah, little villages. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know the village game, don't worry about yeah. that. I know the village game very well. Interesting dynamic to bring a southerner into this room full of northerners, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird energy. <laughs> <laughs> don't no, build, you're very welcome. Don't build up any, the pressure any more than it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, as a little way to warm you up and welcome you into the Great Escape podcast fold, we thought we'd hit you with a few quick fire questions. Ryan's got a few up his sleeve. Um, Do you want to kick us off? What's your UK sports team? Oh, like a football team? Any sport, sport maybe. Team. I don't have a sports team, but big like tennis fan. Tennis. Yeah, Mr. Who's your favourite tennis yeah, player? Federer. Federer. Oh, that's yeah. a great, ch- great stylish, stylish. Yeah, yeah he's, like, he's thirty odd now. Now still he's going, isn't he? Still going. Arguably the best looking man on the planet as well. Just, yeah, just I, a great. Out <laughs> if there was ever a scandal about Federer, I'd lose it. Yeah, I'd lose all faith in the world. Just a classic. Yeah. No one would believe it anyway. Yeah, fake news. Not like Favorite UK TV show. Ooh, tough one. I, when I was younger, I used to love EastEnders. Haven't watched it in a very long time, but I used to be a massive fan of EastEnders. Mm. Yeah. How so long? So like a think, life do you like EastEnders? Like, yeah, well, I say up until I was about like, twenty-one, like dedicated to it. Oh, that is that is. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. But then, yeah, I think when travelling after that, you don't get like, EastEnders aboard. I think so. I followed it up until Who Shot Phil. Oh. And then after that, Classic he just couldn't take it anymore. After that. <laughs> it peaked for me at that yeah. point, and I think Phil and Mitch were they the brothers? Phil Mitchell. Yeah. Phil Mitchell. Well, no, it's Phil Mitchell's grand. Oh, yeah. Ross Kemp. I'm well off the pace here, but yeah. As I've that's when I signed off. Phil and Mitch. Mitch Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't work. <laughs> oh dear. Um, any more? And Ryan? final question is: What's your favourite UK food? I'm gonna roast. Roast dinner, but then I'm vegetarian, so I've had the meats. Not, not proper roast dinner. Like but, a Yorkshire pudding. You don't get Yorkshire puddings over here. How do you mm. re- like? Uh, 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 my girlfriend's a vegetarian. She goes for nut roast on a roast. Uh, do you mix it up, or do you just remove that and just have the the roast, yeah. but not the beef? Just remove that. The meat. Have more veggies, more potatoes, more Yorkshire pudding. Okay, I like that. Yeah. 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 What's what's the gravy front though? Because a lot of vegetarians can't have certain gravy. Just can you get vegetarian? An onion yeah, gravy. Get onion, onion gravy. gravy yeah. Okay. Bisto, is that veggie? Friendly? Yeah, you get like veggie bisto gravy. I think even like the beef, like bisto gravy, is vegetarian. Is it? I think so. Well, I, I, I tell myself there? that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every day's a school day. <laughs> Speaking of school, yeah, second week of school, boys, I'm enjoying it. Oh yeah, oh, Max school. just started school again. That <laughs> Not good? that it's about me, it's about Hannah. Right? No, no, no. But have you been in trouble yet? At any point as a mature I was, student? I was late to school for the first time today. <laughs> I felt very naughty. Yeah. I had to email my um, my tutor. I had to get my classmates to tell him where I was and stuff. I was. 
pretty bad, pretty annoying. And then in the break, I went for a coffee, didn't come back until late. <laughs> I think I'm getting a bit of a reputation in the class. Do you, are you, you in the bad? Naughty British kind of boy. Half sounds like he wants a reputation. Yeah, badass mature student at the back yeah. just come in. Sat back smoking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm living yeah. off the only Brit in the class yeah. vibe at the minute. There's like an 18 year old lad who like absolutely obsesses over just the fact I'm British. He's like, oh, Mark, Mark I gotta like learn your accent by the end of this term, man. You're so cool. <laughs> Have you started yeah. selling him cigarettes yet? <laughs> <laughs> We're vaping, actually. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, science yeah. building. No, it's, it's, it's cool. That is the one thing I wanted to speak about before we obviously utilize our guest hire, sorry, but is <laughs> yeah. how, how, how prevalent is vaping in, uh, in school these days, man? <laughs> I did notice uh, someone take a, a cheeky swig on one. They tend to do it subtle and sly indoors, like just skulking out of the bathrooms and then one lad's just taking a quick, he's just going, and I don't know what's going on, and then he's just like, I doing the old dragon breath <laughs> dragon breath out his nostrils I didn't know what was going on what age are we talking at this school like 18 oh, okay. to 21 year olds I think I'm one of them like a university mature students yeah Max a mature student mature only in secondary school someone picked up on that last week saying that we all called it school and we've become too Canadian we're not calling it University, oh, yeah, yeah, and, I, and it's it's Langara College where I'm at. So like, yeah, I could call it, college. it came so natural as well. I was right? Just calling it school. No, right we're, we're, it's uni. You're at uni. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiling each other. We're becoming more Canadian. It's bad. Anyway, back to Anna. So and, when uh, did your expat experience all start? When did you move across to to Canada? Uh, so me and my boyfriend got here like just over a year ago. So yeah, November last year. Um, but we went to Banff first, the ski season there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. before coming to Vancouver. And what, what prompted the, the move across? Uh, I think we were in New Zealand before here, living oh, out yeah. there, visa running out, already used our visa in Australia. That's next. Canada. <laughs> so, How long have you been of... away from home? Um, three years now. And then before that, I was in London for two years, had enough work in there. Yeah. Um, yes, three years total now. So here's a here's a question. Alternate universe, Hannah, you stayed in England. <laughs> what did you end up doing in England versus what you do now in Canada? I still think that would happen there. <laughs> you just would have yeah, it just would have happened, yeah. <laughs> I was in like London for two years working. felt like I needed to take an early retirement to 25 <laughs> and get out. 100%. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I just don't see, even see alternate universe as still being there. It's not a fan. Okay, so alternate universe kind of doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any inkling to ever head back to the UK as well? Uh, for me, no. No? Uh, really? My, You've I, sailed your ship. Yeah, my family don't really live there anymore. Okay. Um, so there's not that tie pulling me back. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends, I've still, still got a lot of friends in the UK, yeah, but yeah. a lot of my friends are also abroad so it's not really that time and I think ever since I was a kid I wanted to live abroad so you seem like one of those expats that's like, like we always discuss like there's certain expats that's just like constantly reminisce about how much they miss England and like how much they yeah. just wish yeah. they could have an England the you don't sound like that at no. all, which is quite refreshing actually like I feel yeah. like a lot of the people we meet are just kind of like oh like uh, I miss everything about England and it's kind of like well why you know which is literally Ryan <laughs> I'm describing Ryan I'm, I'm shaking the corner right now <laughs> um why right once I would don't understand is people always do um, Australasia they always do Australia mm. and New Zealand before Canada I, every time I meet someone who's done the three they always finish with Canada why is that? I know what you mean I'm not sure why I went to Australia first when I was 21, 22 and I just think when you I don't know 
straight out of uni, I felt like that was the place to go, Australia. Then went back to London, and I don't know why New Zealand was like, next on the list. I'd never really thought about Canada until New Zealand. Um, so I'm not really sure. I've met so many people in New Zealand that were coming to Canada afterwards. It seemed like, yeah. as you say, like... It's, it's literally like a sticker book, and it? People just get all the post-colonies, then go there. Did you have to do Completely that thing set. where to live in Australia for a while, you have to work on a farm or whatever? Well, so I went to Australia when I was 22, 21, 22, with a working holiday visa, saved up for like seven months to go there, got there, and I thought, screw it, I don't want to work. Um, yeah, spent all my money, got really poor, had to leave and go to Thailand. <laughs> like, I can't afford to be here anymore. I basically completely wasted my work and holiday visa. Thailand's like a, Thailand's like a, a cheap get out of jail to England card, right? Yeah, basically. Like, it's quite, money goes far, you can stay there. It's quite, I mean, from what I hear anyway, I've been to Australia on holiday, but I've never done like the, the visa staying there, but it seems like quite a difficult place to stay long term. Like you have a good yeah. year there, but then as soon as you want to stay there stay there you've got to either get sponsored or you have to do farm work and that's not everybody's cup of tea yeah. it's kind of difficult to stay for a long time well you can only work when you're on your visa you can only work for six months oh. at one company you have to change company every six months oh really yeah so that obviously makes it a lot harder and then I think yeah. the company has to sponsor you to stay so they invest money in you so I guess that's like harder um, to then get your PR whereas New Zealand and Canada obviously you're funding the money yourself so do you think people come to Canada to settle down I think Canada has more like of a settle down vibe than like an Australia or a Thailand or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Not that people don't settle in others, but like I feel like Canada's known to be a place where you just come and stay rather than just come to like mission about. Is that, yeah, yeah, it's more to like come and settle and uh, do stuff. Also, like adult um, stuff, yeah. It's closer to home, I guess, than Australia and New Zealand. That's very true. It's a like eight-hour flight, not that much money to get home, whereas New Zealand, that's three days to get home and, like, <laughs> one and a half grand. Maybe yeah. it was impossible. Yeah, that's nuts. Well, yeah. Yeah. Quick, really, really quick Australia question, just got to nip it in the bud. I'm a big arachnophobe. Do you have any scary stories around spiders? I never really saw any spiders. Snakes I did. That's the Ooh. only reason I've, I avoided yeah. Australia was just I couldn't. I, I saw some pictures on the internet I was like I'm never going to ever go there not even visit or... yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm about that with snakes to be fair yeah snakes yeah. big yeah. no snakes guy yeah Indiana Jones just messed me up as a kid <laughs> oh yeah that is a very yeah. scary scene yeah I, I, I like snakes and that's it's a no, scary scene like so I can't imagine oh, I hate that I don't like snakes like I never who have likes snakes I, I never have a snake <laughs> those people those people yeah. have yeah. pet snakes yeah yeah odd strange absolute odd balls the devil turned himself into a snake when tempting Adam and Eve and that tells you all you need to know you come through door into to door with that story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and plus, it just sounds weird when you say come through into the living room to see my python. It just sounds yeah. weird, doesn't it? Or if you don't mention it, you just go in there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You smell the vivarium from the kitchen. It's not nice. <laughs> oh. I, had so, my, I had my first, sorry, just on snakes. I had the first place. <laughs> I had a really <laughs> shitty tattoo done when I was 15 by a guy who had a 30 foot snake and drank a special. 30 foot? Yeah, he had a 30 foot. Uh, he said it was 30 foot. These guys, do you know what I mean? Is that yeah. is that how they like flex in the snake yeah, community? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, mine's 30 foot actually. How, how long's yours? But then it's, it's <laughs> like, not just a snake community. It was a, it was a weird flex. Size but it was also like it's 30 foot, therefore it's quite cruel because it's a fucking tiny tank next to you. So like, yeah, size totally matters in the snake community. Um, <laughs> back back to you, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just size matters. <laughs> Earlier on, you said you always wanted to live abroad. Can you think of what might have planted that seed when you were younger? 
for me, it was like going on holiday around Europe and stuff, stuff out. Went to Holland, went to Germany, yeah. places. Mm. I always thought like, oh, what would it be like to stay a bit longer? Yeah. Is it something like that for you? Um, for me, it's definitely my parents. So as a kid, my... away from them. Yeah. But they're awful now. Hope they're listening. <laughs> so my dad, his job's always taken him abroad. And so he worked in America for a long time. Now works in India and oh, wow. full time. So my parents live over in India. Wow. And I think we used to get to travel as kids um, nice. with him. So I went to America a lot, spent a lot of time in India, um, other places. I think that probably like planted the seeds. Yeah, I've been able like, quite privileged to be able to travel so well as a kid. So when they like talk about it to me, they're like, oh, when we were back, it's your fault, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I definitely blame my parents as well. When, like, we were fortunate to go on little holidays in Europe, like go to Holland and Germany and spend a bit of time. And I was just like, oh wonder if I could handle it in a different country for longer than a holiday. I, yeah, I always wanted yeah. to stay a little bit longer and just see. I, d- I didn't really care where it was. just wanted to go to a different foreign country and stay there. What about you, Paul? I want to get back to the point that you were like, you did holidays around Europe, so you moved to China. <laughs> <laughs> it just made total sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, um, well, you know, that's, that's what happens. I did travel a lot as a kid, so maybe I, I also moved a lot being from the military background. Mm, mm. So I was always comfortable moving somewhere new, like I always was confident going into a new area, but it wasn't on my radar until I was like, so I actually did travelling. I always wanted to travel and do like an extended holiday, mm-hmm. and I saw people on met people on this visa that we're on now, and that's when I thought about it. So I was actually quite late to the game on that front, and I wish I'd known about it sooner. I mean, I'd have, I would have done it straight out of uni, probably Australia. Like yeah, did, yeah. I'm, I probably would have worked though. Yeah, <laughs> not, <laughs> not for six months. Six months, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it's weird because now I'm looking at that part of the world, thinking I def I'm, I'm desperate to go to Australia for cricket reasons. Desperate go to New Zealand because it's just meant to be beautiful. Yeah. And a lot of rain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. Um, but now it's like, I feel if I go there, I'm kind of just regressing. Like, if I went to Australia, I would just drink for a year. And I'd have a great year. But then it'd be like... Doing it backwards. Almost. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like 27, 28, coming back from Australia of like... Are you saying your childhood's disappeared and you've got to become an adult right now? <laughs> is, that, is that... No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm now at a step that I shouldn't go back to just... Wee, let's go. Diving around. Yeah, yeah think, that's it. I think I definitely had a few like uh, topsy-turvy years in my 20s in China. And then I thought coming to Canada would like... Life would slow down a bit. Yeah. And I'd, I'd get a proper job and... Settle down. Canada does do all the adult out, things. What are you doing again now? Uh, yeah, so I'm back to school. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so that's why. But can you think of anything back when you were a kid that kind of made you think my, about living? My dad, um, kind of like you, Hannah. My, my dad used to work away a lot. Like he worked in China, so he would go to China to work. What was he every, doing like, in China? He was like a quality assurance guy. So like he'd just go check out factories to make sure they were in like point. I've got a friend who his dad also did that job, so it would be quite popular. It was a really cool job, and like, but I just he, he's not like a guy that he's like. It didn't have any pictures or anything, so he would just be like, "Yeah, like," and he never really had a very good opinion of like, because it was always work trips. So he was always like, "I'm just knackered, like I'm I like it." And there's nothing really. I just saw see, factories and stuff. See the hotel, see the factory, but go home. It used to appeal to me like that kind of like jetting about and you know, kind of getting away. And then, I, but I was like so yokel growing up. I was just like such a village kid. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I honestly travel was massively outside the box of what I thought I'd end up doing. But then it got to a point where I just kind of. Done on the rural experience to the max. The um, rural experience. The pub I was working, the <laughs> pub I was running closed down, so I was like, I have literally no options at this point. So I'm either job centre queuing Hull 
or go somewhere and you know sell everything and, and yeah. go for it. So look at you yeah, now. I love how you step from like rural England to Canada. There's no like oh try out London. I was early, I was t- my sister had, had, had like lived in Toronto for a while, so I was like that. She'd sold it to me, but I was just like really scared of just like bailing and mm. then when i did it i was like i can't believe i spent so many so much time like yeah. just doing nothing there's a there's someone on my course she's from uh alberta from Lethbridge, alberta and she that's a really tiny pokey town in alberta and then she's come to vancouver and she's just she's describing it as this big massive <laughs> busy city like hannah you've like gone to london a yeah. few times i'm sure like what do you think about the size of vancouver compared to like yeah, yeah big that's... cities back home is it a big city to you or i mean it's a tiny city vancouver how that you can <laughs> cycle and walk everywhere in the city yeah, yeah. within then, 15 minutes yeah well. exactly <laughs> but then i lived in london for two years and it was great and like london is an awesome city but yeah. it's just too big you'd be able to for like an hour just to go see your friend you wouldn't make that effort yeah. Yeah, do, do you find there was a big difference in like the because that's one thing I found the, the last trip I did I went home I did like four days in Yorkshire and then the final two in London London is the scariest place in the world to me everyone, <laughs> it feels it's like true, everyone hates yeah. me yeah. did you get that vibe from London was it just do, 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 do you see that juxtaposed between London and Vancouver yeah, I think you also definitely become that person that like hates everyone else well when you live in London. Like, you're in the tube, you just hate everyone that's around you. No, someone tries to start conversation you, like, no. So you're like, you just like, become yeah. London. You just yeah, too, you become London. You're too busy, aren't you? I guess yeah. you places to be, people to see. And, exactly. Yeah. And then I went back in the summer and went to visit friends in London. It was, just, it was too busy for me. I trying to walk back up the street. And I know that's obviously a busy place. Yeah. But people are everywhere getting in front of you, just stopping like, in the middle of the like, road. I'm out. I don't know. It was too stressful. I couldn't deal with it. I was like, getting back to Vancouver. <laughs> so you're yeah. climatised to the relaxed yeah, Vancouver lifestyle. Yeah, I think so. Were you in smaller places in Australia and New Zealand as well? Uh, so in New Zealand, I lived in Wellington for a year. So what's, what's the size quite, of that? It's smaller than Vancouver. It's very similar to Vancouver's in it has like got quite mountains, but hills and mountains around it, small kind of city. Um but a little bit smaller than Vancouver. And then but I love that as well. I think it's like that has everything you need and like you can get out to the countryside very easy, the same here. But it's not this big city where yeah, everything's go, go, go and London's just very much I found like with London working as well, it's all about that. Like, careers and that's it and people stay late to work and you don't have that here yeah. I must, yeah. yeah I much prefer that uh, someone's going to ask you so what are you doing for work out here now so it's the same thing I did back in London okay um, so work in like buying and design for a retail company out here so similar to what I did in London uh, but much prefer that out here yeah how do you find the corporate culture over here like in comparison like obviously uh, like I found it like I worked in Toronto in sales and now I work in Vancouver in sales and like although I work for a Toronto company like a lot of the people I speak to on a day-to-day basis my clients it's like a bit more relaxed in terms of how you go about it do you find there's a bit of a difference between like London and Vancouver in, in that sense yeah definitely so well, I was quite lucky in London I worked for a very good company so I worked for John Lewis in London okay um, so they were very good just their staff anyway yeah but and even you were here, involved in the adverts 
I don't, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't in charge of the adverts. We used to get <laughs> to see awesome. them, like, a day before they went out, you got to see them, so it's a little bit of a privilege for her. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know what's coming this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. oh. of, flexing on all your neighbours. Yeah. One of them was filmed at the house that one of my good friends used to live at in London. When he was a student, he lived in this ridiculous house. He was, like, he was on the top floor of this massive mansion and it used to be used for filming a lot so like you have to like stay in Airbnb for a month once because film a BBC documentary but there was one time it was something to do with the staircase mm. I've been up and down that staircase so many times and it was part of the John Lewis advert oh. it's a claim to fame yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I've made it yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah sorry carry on hopefully we can use some of that social media clout you must have built up you are promo man to be fair at the moment Ryan is in charge of the Instagram account yeah, guys. Can you, can you Ryan's l- created an Instagram account and tell us a bit about it right yeah, what's let us know how people can um, get on board and show well, the support you said you were going to do it so my, girl, just... my, my, my girlfriend put me off because I was like Ryan made an Insta because I've just obviously got off Instagram and stuff I've yeah, deleted all same, the yeah, not came off anymore. social not, yeah. a big, not, a big, not a big one you're an adult you're in Canada now you don't need it anymore too big for it but but Ryan got it back and uh, I said to my partner Hillary I was like oh, yeah, uh, Ryan set up a social media account for a podcast she said what possibly could you post <laughs> on that and then that did lead me to think what are we going to post it's on not it? a very I visual just... format podcast no, no, it's not. by nature so it's, what are you going to post I don't know I, I was hoping well come what... on Ryan the... I'm expecting BTS right. are you filming us when we're not looking like yeah, it's what the BTS behind, mean? It's behind the scenes. Oh, right. You're not okay. oh, <laughs> big student work. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's been writing that down in the old note. Aren't you, right, I don't know. So have you got me my binder yet, by the way? I need to put... Con- oh, yeah, oh, my my I didn't even get a chance to look at it. That was quite a lengthy problems. WhatsApp chat for a binder, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hannah, do you, you don't have a spare binder. Grab your own work. Yeah, oh, there we go. We'll come back next week. We'll have you on again. We'll end on a cliffhanger now. The cliffhanger is, we'll just come back with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so you're doing the same type of work and you find it like one thing that I'm seeing a lot at the moment uh, on social media because I'm on it. You're still on? Okay. I'm still on it, yeah. What's He's going the on there? Guy. I'm the so- no, I'm seeing a lot of people posting in like uh, Facebook groups and that that you're in and they're all asking a lot of questions about work. I, I think it's a big. It's a big scary thing for people. Like, yeah, what, am I, what am I going to do? Because yeah. you need money. Um, it's also inherently connected to visas, yeah. visa issues, right? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. I didn't even think about that. So like your transition, not just here, but also well, not Australia because you didn't work. Yeah. That. So like both here in New Zealand, obviously you sound like you've got a skilled job. Is it a similar job market? Is it the process the same, getting a job? Or were you having to do bits and bobs in other places first before getting what you're doing now? So I think I found, in New Zealand, I didn't try that hard to find a job within my field. I just wanted to, I left London, I wanted to go, just do something different. Find yourself. Find myself, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at 25. In Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> but here, I found that I had to take a step back in what I was doing. Yeah. Um, so I'm still working the same, when I first got my job um, out in Vancouver, I was still doing the same Working in the same field, just a step down from what I was doing in London. Mm. Um, I felt like I had to do that to be able to get in, have that like stepping door. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from then, I was able to get the job that I'm in now, which is equivalent to what I was doing back home. So I feel like when you're coming over, you kind of have to half expect that. 
Yeah, so you have to suck it up to an extent. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'd, I'd agree with that. It's a bit of a yeah, growing up thing that you've got to like sort of swallow your pride when you come to a yeah. new country and yeah. do things that you wouldn't necessarily want to do back home. A different job, maybe work a bar, maybe but I do also, something you wouldn't normally do. I would say onto that though, I think often that can kind of like vault you a bit further than you would back at home because normally back home you kind of you're on a very like static career path where it's kind of like you just you kind of follow the normal suit where when you're traveling and abroad like you're likely to kind of mold yourself into anything that's going and that can present opportunities that yeah. you maybe wouldn't have been exposed to you know when you're, yeah. you're back home kind of that's thing. Good, good what's your uh, kind of visa vibe like kind of if you don't mind me asking are you kind of safe <laughs> what are you vibing <laughs> on that visa are you <laughs> like safe and secured in Vancouver or are you kind of working through your permanent residency at the moment like where are you in, in kind of a status <laughs> so we've just we um, have just started I say started, we've started looking at um, our PR process. We've got about okay. nine months left on our visa. Nice. So I yeah, sort of need to get the English test done and the degree transferred over, which is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Chat to us about that English test, by the way. The fact that we have to do an English test. Yeah, that we are native... Like, we are from England, <laughs> but we have to do an English test. Yeah, I said that, though, but a few buddies back in Toronto <laughs> back, that, you know, very English, like, very much nearly failed me, it. So, like... We, we've all had to do it. And d- did you revise before it, Ryan? I looked at what the format was going to be like. Yeah, and I looked like, at YouTube videos, too. I, well, I, I think I know. <laughs> You're a real student, though, aren't you? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have to do the English test. Yeah, I know you did. What? A common lord of Canadian, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sl- slipped under the rug. If you're from Hull, you can't do that test. <laughs> There's no chance I could have done that. Like. <laughs> it was it was very... I was, like, waving my passport when I walked in, like, come on, guys, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the speaking part is awful. <laughs> like, the speaking part... Well, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I... Did you do the one... The IELTS, the one... I did the same... Thing. I did the same one as you told me to do, yeah. and then nearly had a mental breakdown. <laughs> Because like a softly spoken man, which is like, when was the last time you smiled? <laughs> and I was just that like, that's a true question. Yeah, no, so, so I down. So he like did the introduction, but it's just like a general conversation, and they went, like, "We're going to talk about smiling." It's like, when was the last time? You... No, that's what... very specific. Yeah, no, he says, <laughs> "What emotional question? Yeah, what makes you smile?" And I was like really self-analyzing myself, <laughs> being like, "Do I smile? What makes me smile? Am I happy? Like that type of thing." And then asked me a question. Would have been that boy on the street saying "Happy New Year." <laughs> if we asked no, it now. No. <laughs> so, um, I just I literally just said sport. I was just like sport. Mm. Yeah, sport makes me smile. Like I became I really froze a little bit. But the next question, I'm gonna throw it out to the group. When was the last time you saw a whole room of people smiling at the same thing? What? When we went to see 1917 the other day. No one was smiling. Because it was such a good film, but not during, because no. it was a very dark film. There was yeah. a weird moment at the end of that film, wasn't there? It was sort well, of like... Smile, he, one, oh, we can't give any one, one guy in the corner going... <laughs> and then everybody else was no. I thought you started the clap because Rye started... Like, Rye was gobbing off, making it look like you didn't start the clap. It was a very me thing to do, but no, it wasn't me in this case. And I felt for the guy setting off the clap, and he got no response, and everybody's like, nah, and it just filtered out, and then we just went out of cinema. But it was a very good Because it's not warranted. Like, somebody tried to do it when we when we flew back from Vancouver one day. Like, yeah, when we flew stupid. back home, like, from yeah. Toronto. It was oh, like Toronto to Vancouver, and I had someone clapping with me. Like, it's like, no. On the plane? Yeah, it's, like, it's a four-hour, like, it's a domestic flight. Stop it. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't feed me on my last flight over from the UK, so they wouldn't, wouldn't get any applause out of me. No. 
if they land even it in the pizza Hudson, pocket, then yeah, you give it a clap. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if your pilot, you know, lands yeah. it on a on a lake or something, then yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you get a pat on the back. Absolutely no need to clap someone for just you know, A to B. <laughs> um, quick question for Hannah. Well, I've got two, but we'll go with the first one. What do you do now that's different uh, in terms of your social life and stuff? I'm basically leading into it. I want you to talk about Saturday and what you're up to, because he's going to love it. Oh, you want to know what I yeah. do on Saturday? Yeah, I do, yeah. So, brought out the true Canadian of myself, went Axford on Saturday. Whoa! Yeah, that was nice. epic. What's your, what are your axes like? I mean, I really want to. <laughs> I was trying to. I was going to say, you know, when you. How long's your arrows? When you're talking darts, you're like, oh, your arrows. Do you know what I mean? But it doesn't quite work with axes because it was like I was asking you for a description of what the axes look like. Yeah. I was going to say, how was your aim with axes? How was my aim? I used to look like. <laughs> Piss off. Like, yeah, how was your aim? I think would be a bet. I'm not going to lie, I wasn't a good axe thrower. Yeah, no worries. It was pretty hard. Um, but all the instructors there were your typical, like, flannel shirt, yes. big bit, like, big bushy beard. You look like you like you can do this, like, you yeah. have to look for it. But it's actually quite hard. I don't know if that's me, um, but getting the... Do you go one-handed or two? You can do both. Yeah. You can throw two at a time. No, No, that's a bit too dangerous. (laughs) 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 You get stuck looking at it. Oh god. Yeah, did you go one-handed? Well, I tried both. So you can do like the one-handed um, one or the two overhead. Like, yeah. uh, what is the best axe throwing technique? And you're in I mean, I'm not a pro, but <laughs> I'd go for the two-handed. Yeah. I was very terrified of when it's I first like... got there that I thought I'd forget to let go of the axe and I'd swing it and just hit my legs. But <laughs> yeah, that's that didn't happen. Really yeah. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That you just forget to let go. Is there any... Your hands like, get clammy and it just yeah, slips just, out at the yeah. wrong moment and hits What's someone's... the liability like that? Because I saw a, a video of the internet, like <laughs> a video on the internet, oh of someone chucking an axe, it spins back, it doesn't hit them very close, but I would imagine that stuff happens all the time. Yeah, it bounces back, like, quite hard as well. Like, harder than you think it would be. Obviously, it doesn't hit you, like... But... Yeah, but what's it there's, there's a fair distance between you Yeah, and exactly. The... Are you thing, signing right? waivers when you get yeah, to... Yeah, you've got to uh, sign a waiver, oh, so they get around it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're good for a couple of deaths. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <It's not laughs> Basically, like, if I kill myself, it's my own fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember doing a bit of archery in, in China, and it was just an absolute, like... Death trap. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, they were... I mean, I don't think there was any waivers signed there. It's just so, like... Do whatever you fancy, and there's like a little micro pig walking in between the targets. Could have been shot, <laughs> and then you just—it's your responsibility to just go and collect your arrows. At the end, you pop a few off, and you know that like five yards to the left, there's someone collecting their arrows on the targets. Like one slip of the finger is going straight through his face. Just to confirm, though, you—you are—you went hunting micro pigs. <laughs> Because that would be the headline. I'm not going to say they wouldn't end up on a menu if you go to the wrong part yeah, of China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, no, this was a domesticated micropig and he was just chilling, running around the targets, but could have easily been shot. I think that's Asia man. for you though. There's just no health and safety in Asia. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So just that, send no like that, go on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you damage yourself, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But then I think, say you try to, you in Thailand and like you injure yourself, do whatever, some bungee jump, imagine, in yeah. Thailand. They've like, you tried to like claim against them, like no, no, no. They've like talked about, like, I don't know, they speak in Thai, like... Yeah, yeah. you don't just, know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, you don't know what's going on, this wouldn't happen. Yeah, you just nod and, yeah, let's do the bungee jump. Yeah. This guy I've never met before. Yeah, 100%. Is there anything else that you get up to here that's different to back home? Definitely hike a lot more here. Yeah. That's like a big one. That's a big downtime yeah. thing for yeah. Vancouverites, isn't it? Do you, do you find that your nights out are uh, like kind of cut off early 
Australia here. I find in Vancouver especially, like, I don't think I've been out. I don't know whether it's just a boring reflection on <laughs> where my life's headed. But I, I haven't been out past, like, 12.30 in yonks. Uh, I don't know. Is I've, only just been, I've only been drinking with you twice in, like, ten months. I mean, that's I more of a reflection on friendship, yeah. right? We'll talk about that. Well, no, <laughs> we, we go for coffee all the time. Yeah, yeah. We go for dinner. Right? Yeah, we go for coffee and dinner, but we don't go drinking. Yeah, that's true. That's on you. I'm, I'm always... Yeah, I think I just lost my appetite different. for the sesh a little bit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't know why. Maybe because it's hiking in the morning and it's, like, yeah. you do more active stuff, like, nights out seem a bit less. I think it, there is, like, there is nights out here if you search out and there's... I think it's a lot of um, after hours... Yeah, night clubs. Yeah, yeah. Not that I go to them. I'm the same. Like, I'll be a night out when they're like one or two, like twelve, one two. But mm. I think you can search out those after hours clubs. Yeah. But I think but it's, it's at the age now that I don't really want to stay out till five am. If I'm honest. I just feel gross the next day. Yeah. It's a big cover charge as well, so they get yeah. Those cooked hours clubs. <laughs> Not them being too tight, too free option, but it is. Who's just cheated yeah. in the room? Yeah, 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 yeah. That takes me back. Put to, me on guest list, then we'll be here. Takes me back to nights out in Wakefield. Actually, it's not a night out. <laughs> they used to have like a pie shop across the street. You used to have to go up and you could just have pies after a night out. Oh, I love that. Like a steak and ale pie at two, three a.m. Straight after the session, uh, and then you're feeling it. better the next day. I miss drunken food. I really yeah, that's what it. I miss. It's, just, it's, it's only McDonald's or like A and W, which are, yeah, A and W the fast food chain. For those who don't know, um, I used to get cheesy chips and Donnelly. Exactly. Just a dirty, yeah. dirty piece oh. of work. Yeah. <laughs> I used to get a bit of gravy sometimes. But the place in Sheffield, uh, Donnelly chips and gravy, it was filth. Oh, Donnelly oh. and gravy. And it's served by what? Sean Bean's nephew. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> love that story, don't oh, you? Oh, I do love Dan Bean. There's um, always like a like a food truck or something back home. I found yeah. like or a decent chippy that's open you can have like they must make so food. much money as well every drunk person coming out of a club with a f- yeah. like a uh, chip shop or chip like truck just Anything. outside it yeah. you're gonna buy it let's yeah. face it if, yeah. even if they were literally advertising that they were just selling pure rat poison you'd have somebody like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a couple I went, of them <laughs> I went on a night out in uh, Victoria last year and like, there was one place open in the entire town and they, they were selling poutine and they were like selling like hotcakes oh they will do yeah. poutine on a night out Chips, cheese, curds, gravy. Never had it. You've had chips, cheese, and gravy back. Well, I don't eat cheese, so you know that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't eat cheese, and then secondly, I'm really against poutine because, like I say, it's chips, cheese, and gravy, but they give it a French name and charge like four times (laughs) the price. So, So, no. Quick story. Ryan Ryan helped me move on on Sunday, so me and my girlfriend we took him out for lunch over to see him and Scott got oh. and then <laughs> Ryan's got this is how crazy Ryan is about his, his cheese so he got some garlic bread with his pasta so much is it no <laughs> he got some garlic bread with his pasta it it had no cheese on it at all but he thought the salt on it was cheese salt. and my girlfriend tested it tried tested it had a bite she was like there's no cheese on this Ryan I'd confirmed it I'm pretty sure Scott Scott, our friend, also said there's no cheese on that. He would not touch it for the rest of the night. That's how much. He's, he's not only he doesn't like cheese, he's scared of it's a cheese. Phobia. Right, well, two things with that. Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> I did try it. 
and I'm 100% it did have cheek. I, ne- <laughs> I nearly threw up. I genuinely... Right, I was gagging. I, I, I went, was, I went you back around. Made sure we, made, we, we asked the guy. I was Cactus, well, club, it had Cactus some... Club. We asked them. They <laughs> said the garlic bread does not come with cheese. Number one, it wasn't... I didn't order garlic bread. You've it, not it, had, it had cheese. It had a stupid fancy name in the actual menu thing. So I'm not saying it would... I didn't order garlic bread. I know that. It, it, was it just came, came with pasta. It came with... <laughs> it's garlic bread. It's 100% right. garlic bread. Um, it came in and sold in English clothes on a piece of dried French bread. I mean... Cheesy garlic bread's not a thing either, is it? Yeah, you never, you never get that. And it had summer in it. You've been burned before by cheesy garlic bread. I, mean, I have, I have. The amount of time I've ordered garlic bread, it's come with cheese now. You, yeah. Right, no, it, it had summer in it that disagreed with me because I was, I was being really polite because I just wanted to say, Hillary, you rock. I, whether she was wrong or not, at the time I was convinced. Yeah, I, was right. I did, I did try it, um, but obviously you were paying for dinner and stuff. But I was just like, summer did not agree with me because I really like drank my iced tea was like had a couple of moments of myself been like just calm down man calm down and yeah there's something in that, that oh, did, not that, did that well, iced that tea calm you down yeah yeah so do I take back everything <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll like, edit that my, out shall my, we my, my thing was to, to, to mock you for overdoing it with the cheese but if you say you genuinely felt sick yeah, then that gives me a, a, I yeah. actually feel a little bit sad I mean I do I do have a problem I know that <laughs> yeah. like, what is your I, hatred for cheese I, I, yeah, I, yeah where does it come from That's I don't know how you can trust someone that doesn't like cheese I, I like to, you like to share yeah. a lot in this like not even a strong mature on a piece of crap <laughs> you know what I mean I I don't know whether like something happened to me with cheese string when I was younger or something like <laughs> I that. I don't know if it sounds like it did <laughs> no honestly I I just have a very visceral reaction to it like um you know, like when you watch like a pizza advert, and it's like oh, just all the stringy oh. cheese that gets me going. Like that makes oh. me in a bad way. Yeah, in a very bad way. Like I feel queasy looking at it. What about Dairy Lee? It's not. Could I, I make... can't eat. My, I've tried loads of cheese. By the way, that's my. I'm not saying. Like, like, can this. you eat it? I'm saying. Like, can I just, what, how do you feel? No, about really, it? really, really. No, one, no, one, one, one I'm not. If we were, <laughs> baby if we were like Clockwork Orange style. We tied you not down. Not seen the film. Pinned you right. Well, there's a scene in it where they pin his eyelids open and make him watch violence, and it's all part of like the, the clockwork orange thing. But if we did that, <laughs> if we pinned your eyelids open, just saying a weird like bit of fun, <laughs> weird, yeah. Yeah. weird yeah. bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, the police would knock on your door. This would make a great film. How many film? like cheese videos would it take for you to get puking? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the I've got. I don't know. It would depend on the cheese and stuff like that. Like really, like, like it's like melted stringy cheese. I hate uh, that. Okay. What about like a I don't like any cheese. Like I've got a really stuff. Don't like even it. a paneer in an Indian. <laughs> no, I hate that. Yeah, I thought I'd take it out of the continent just <laughs> no, to see if I know. Because first time white cheese. I'm impressed. I tried to cheese trick him, didn't I? Not got over it. Because I've ordered the paneer and I've been through this. It's awful. Um, yeah, hate it, hate stuff. The smell of it's the worst. That's the one that gets me the most. So. Would, did you, when you ordered the paneer by mistake, did you pick around it or did you get rid of it? Is that it? I, well, I opened it up, saw, smelt it, nearly gagged, and then said I need to change this. Oh. They gave me a no cheese one. Even though you ordered a paneer, they were like, don't worry, we'll take it back. They must have been so annoyed <laughs> yeah. at that request. Well, they did it. Do you know so, this paper uh, Oh, you want the paneer without the cheese? Yeah. Oh, okay, no worries. Just to come from, yeah, that's terrible, man. I've got a problem. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've got a problem I think too. it's. Uh, I think it's time for a little bit of home and away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk about cheese home and abroad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No. <laughs> definitely not. We've set you off too much for one night. Uh, yeah. So in home and away, basically, Hannah, we talk about like a certain thing and compare it back home in the UK to here away. Could be New Zealand. Could be Canada. Away. But away from home. 100%. And I think appropriate for you would be beer. 
Maybe. Beer. Yeah. Let's chat beer. Which one do you prefer? UK beer or Canadian beer or whatever? Which is better? I mean, you, did, you did turn up a growl of a beer for this. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. To be fair, though, I swear, so I'll say Canadian beer, but I didn't used to like beer. I only like beer since I've come to Canada. Oh, yeah. interesting. So back in the UK, I would never have drunk beer. And I think it's because... In the UK, you either get lagers or like bitter, like flat, like yeah, bodies. Yeah. Oh, Whereas here, is like the craft beer market's obviously massive. So you have a sour. I do like sour. I feel like you can only have like half a pint of a sour. That's very very true. They're yeah. good for tops of pint. Yeah. Mm. After that, people do like drink sour all night. Like, they're also a bit it? fashionable out there. Do you know what yeah. I mean? They're, they're a bit tre- they're a so bit too trendy. So it's it's coming to Canada, what would be your favourite beer? Yeah, yeah. If you become a beer connoisseur. Ooh, I mean, I wouldn't call myself a beer concert. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not that. Um, that's a, a big fan of a Saison. Not Ooh. really sure what a Saison is, <laughs> but I'm a big fan of them. I'm okay. going to Google that because I have no idea what that means. I, I think I it's a summer like... beer, like a season, a season oh, beer that okay. I think you have in the summer. Nice. Nice. My question for you, Hannah, is, for people who don't know, you are quite small. Yeah. Uh, you just said you don't, didn't, I don't know how much you were drinking, but you didn't drink beer before. Do like two beers get you off? Because I have like three beers and I am drunk. And I hate yeah, that because yeah. I can't manage my time. Yeah, back hazy home, IPAs yeah. are treacherous. Back home, I was just drinking. Oh, I went home for Christmas, just drank lager all day. I knew exactly where I stood. I knew how many I can drink. I knew when I'm going to go. Yeah. Here, I have like two beers and I'm like dancing on the dance floor. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> and like, also back home, yeah. back, up north as well, they're always terrible for watering down the beer as well. So yeah. Like, you have true. like 15 pints of cal and it's like none of it's mm. kind of touching me. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. watered down. But yeah, here, I've, I've, well, we've been for a pint before, me and you, Mark, and I'm literally Literally, I can feel it when I'm walking home. I've got my music playing. I feel like a bit of spring in my step. I'm like, I've had two beers. What's going on? I'm on a boogie on the bus. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you get that? Well, they're like 11% like some of the beers here. That which must yeah. well. But then, I don't know. Like, I feel like I can handle... I say this. Like, I feel like I can handle my alcohol quite well. Um, so I'd be fine. But then maybe not. Like, you know, like, maybe I'm really annoying after two beers. Yeah. <laughs> But I do know what you mean, though. Yeah, like, yeah, a couple of beers, and you suck. I haven't had that much drink, but if it's eleven percent, whatever. And you, you end up like getting lost because you end up like, oh, that sounds like a fun tasting beer. Like you yeah. get these mixed oh, packs yeah. from the from the liquor store, and then it's got like hazy IPA here and maybe a pale ale here, and then before you know it, you you drunk. Hundred yeah. percent. Well, I'm, I I tend to get flights. I always get a stout, I always get a cider, I always get a pilsner. So I do because I want to try all the different things. It was a lot of choice. But then I'm knocking myself out because I'm mixing drinks as well. Is that mixing? I don't know. I like the cider scene out here. My girlfriend said that mixing's a myth, like it doesn't get you more. She also told me there was no cheese in that, right? It's a very good point. Trickery on all fronts. But cider scene's great over here. You love a cider. I just got. I'm not like a big beer guy anymore. Like I'm not a massive beer drinker at all. I'm, I'm a complete pothead since I moved to Vancouver. <laughs> not like a beer guy, but cider is just it's such a good cider scene. I don't think. Think. Oh. Honestly, the Lone Tree, Lone Tree have honestly cracked it. Yeah, right. They've cracked because the cider. The problem is with cider. Like, you, it, I hate too sweet cider, but I also like if I get stuck in the dry zone, I can only have one or two. Lone Tree have just made a drink that you can drink. <laughs> all 
all it, it's a summer drink. It's a winter drink. Yeah. You could probably heat it up and have do it as a warm side. Do you have shares in Lone Tree? I would. I would buy shares in Lone Tree. Hannah, in the summer, every time I would visit him, like after work, he would like he'd shake my hand with his right hand, and his left hand would be a six pack of Lone Tree. <laughs> right, it's not an exaggeration. Because <laughs> I, I didn't know him that well in the summer. I'm like, have you got a problem? Yeah, yeah. I do have a problem in the summer, particularly with Lone Tree. <laughs> yeah. Big shout out to our sponsors for this. Yeah. Yeah. Lone Tree cider. <laughs> Never be alone with Lone Tree. Thanks for setting that up for us. Final thing for Hannah, because you're our special guest today. For anyone listening who hasn't done this or is thinking about it, what would be your like? We're going to try and get a lot of a a tip of advice from everyone who comes in, if anyone ever comes in again after this. (laughs) Um, But like, what would be your advice for anyone who's thinking about making the plunge of leaving England, leaving Blighty? And coming over to Candle, just coming back. Just, leave, just yeah. well, obviously for you, you've you've done all sorts. So just leaving in Get, general, like leaving. just making that, that first step. Plane. It's so hard to make that first step. Mm. I think that the best advice is to do it. Is mm-hmm. If you've had that even thought about it, it's so easy to overthink it and be like, will I make friends or will I make a job? <coughs> like, where will it, uh, overthink everything. Whereas I think you just have to get on that plane and go, and you won't know until you get there. You might get there to where it is and hate it. But at the end of the day, like you can just fly home. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas you might get there and absolutely love it. So I think you just have to make that like leap of faith as it is. It's a really, that's really strong, solid point. Strong advice. Solid point, yeah. 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 I think that's probably like to, to finish that point. It's probably what holds a lot of people back, isn't it? Just like kind of that that fear of just giving it a go. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Strong advice to end the episode, I think. Yeah, and uh, thank you very much for being our first special guest. Yeah, thanks, been, Anna. Uh, thanks for having me. Definitely have you back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're all famous, I'll be back on. <laughs> maybe, maybe before then. <laughs> we'll be a while. This, this episode's just purely going out to rise, mum. <laughs> Hi, mum. Yeah. Hi, Janet. Yeah, yeah. Janet can't work Spotify. <laughs> before we go, a bit of housekeeping. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a lot, bunch of other places. Pocket Casts. That's Pocket where I Casts. get my. My huh? podcast. It's the best yeah, app. Yeah. It is the best app. We're also on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's, the, what's the tag? Yeah. What's uh, the tag? I don't know. And uh, Rye just, <laughs> Rye just we'll give put us it a in sneak the preview of what we can be expecting <laughs> from the ground. Uh, picture of you, Owen. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. People can put a face to the name. There we go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Cliffhanger, we've no idea who's going to be on the show next week. You'll yeah, find Julian, out. I think Julian. Next week. Oh, could we'll we? discuss that afterwards. But anyway, <laughs> strong episode. Thank you very much, yeah. everybody, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Hannah. our podcast follow us on social media I've got nothing lads anyone want to brew? <laughs>